Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. Aloha. Aloha. It's the big Hawaii. Somehow, we forgot. You're listening uh, to Eat and Drink, the podcast. That's Marco. I'm Ali. FYI. But first and foremost, aloha. Aloha. You've been back from Hawaii for a week. I know. And somehow. And we were, we were, we had two weeks where our podcast was MIA. Yes. And that was because of Hawaii and Calgary. But now we're back on track. So forgive us for those. Before we even get to Hawaii, I want you to take a look at your mic. Yeah, I see a screen. I bought that for you because you're always complaining about how you can't see past it. So now I got you that. What is past my mic? You, my friend. Right, fair enough. I can't see you. Fair enough. Huh? I can't see your brushed teeth and your shiny forehead. I can't see all the beautiful (laughs) things that are you. So this is a good thing. This is amazing. Is it better for you? Yeah, it's so much better. It's so much better. This is a great choice. And then also, uh, you know, people might be wondering, is is your podcast doing well? I've got a... (laughs) I've got a... I've got a a, a, a a massive cup here, plastic cup, Yep. almost like a bin, but there's a large mm-hmm. cup with a cover and a plastic straw yep. that you'd feed a milkshake to, yep. an, uh, to an obese child mm-hmm. in, that kind of thing. And it's here. We both got covered because we, we've been spilling a lot of stuff. Yeah, I yeah. And, you a lot and, and, and there was, a, there was a mint julep uh, episode that ha- uh, incident that happened after our last episode. Yeah. We won't get into, no, but I, I, got, <laughs> I got a little worried with my equipment, so... Uh, we're good, right? We're good. We're, we're good. good. I got a covered. I got a covered drink. Amazing, fantastic. Now the drinks that you're going to make are not going to be covered. We have respect. No, for no, yourself. we're going to. We're not losers, but but the water that we sip on, great stuff. Great stuff. We're doing very well. We're doing great. All right, we're going to talk about Hawaii, and uh, and it it's magical. It's wonderful. It's I love everything. Ha- people, because because. You always worry that someplace like Hawaii, people will be like overrated. You know, I've been hearing about Hawaii since I was born, Magnum PI, yep. blah, 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 too much. But no, not at all. I, I was I was going there very skeptical. Were you? Yeah. Okay, good. And I'm going to apologize to any Hawaiians I might offend in this episode. But I love, I love that state. I love the people. I wasn't expecting to fall in love with it the way I did. Right. Well, I just you did a lot of meth as well, if I'm not mistaken, right? So that's going to help you enjoy. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 Okay. No. But uh, yeah. Besides. <laughs> I guess you're the one who's going to offend a, a lot jerk. of. I'm a jerk. A huge meth problem in Hawaii. You know uh, about yeah. this? Oh, yes. you're aware. I am aware, aware of it. Yeah. I am aware of yeah. it. It's sad, um, and hopefully those people will get help. Yeah, people who have that that issue. But I will say this: I went there, and it was magical. It was wonderful. Everything about it, I really enjoyed. It is its own unique, wonderful place like no other. I think that's what really struck me, and uh, the food, the drink. Everything was yeah. just glorious. You can go to our, uh, our our page on Instagram. That's right. Podcast Eat Drink. I posted a bunch of things when of I was there. there. Yeah. Yeah. We just post as we go. We don't yeah. necessarily reflect no the system. Sh- no, there's no system. <laughs> there's no system. All right, Ali, along with waking up early to get you your mic screen so you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't complain about it. You're a darling. I went and got a bunch of things for this cocktail. So when we're dealing with Hawaii... There's, you know, the tiki culture and a lot of different um, cocktails that's associated with the tropics and tropical places, mm-hmm. right? So the quintessential Hawaiian cocktail is the Mai Tai. I never quite understood that because 
Thai would suggest it's from Thailand. This is T A I though. So you, so yeah. maybe it's Tahitian. Yeah, so sure. you're kind of like okay, but what does that have to do with Hawaii? Right? It's associated. It's one of those tropical drinks, and I I noticed when I was there, my Thai was everywhere. You could get everywhere. So it is one of the comic common it's, classic it's drinks. What the margarita is to Mexico? Would we say that? You could say that. Yeah. But once again, it's not distinctly Hawaiian. Like it's not. You know, there's other drinks that I think are more distinctly Hawaiian that that have lilikoi in it, uh, which we know many of us know as passion fruit, which you know I'm allergic to. So that's not happening. I have to stay away. away. Plus, it's hard to get lilikoi uh, pulp here in Canada. When I was there, it was funny, Ali. So I'm there. And, you know, a waiter comes by and I'm like, oh, I just got to let you know one thing. I'm allergic to lilikoi. And they look at me and they're like, I don't know how you do it. How do you live? Really? Yeah, and I'm like, That's it's how... never, it's never a problem, never a problem in, for uh, me in North America. No, but it's everywhere in Hawaii. Oh wow! Yeah, so passion fruit people who are allergic to it, beware when you're in Hawaii. Let them know. So I was very careful. Is there anybody else? Is there like a support group out there There's... with like three people on it? I have never in my life met somebody allergic to passion fruit. You're it's the first. so bizarre, and the way I found out was in a very bizarre way. I ate a passion fruit cake that my my neighbor made us. And I just my face went crazy. So um, I'm, it's not it's not like an anaphylactic uh, allergy, but it is something that will affect my my breathing, my face, and whatnot. Yeah. So there you go. So let's deal with the mai tai. So the mai tai. First of all, I want to make something clear. There's no pineapple juice in the mai tai, and the reason I say that is because depending where you go, they will make mai tais the way they feel. You'll go to like, you know, the, you know, uh, all inclusive and it'll be grenadine and pineapple juice and rum. And there you go. That's not a Mai Tai. Mai Tai is, um, you know, the consummate tiki recipe. That's the that's the version I'm going to do here from 1944. So you're a purist. If I'm nothing else. You're a purist. The interesting thing about the Mai Tai was that it was created in o- Oakland, California. What? Yep. By Trader Vic or Vic Bergeron. Who started the the Trader Vic um, bars? I guess you could say, where a lot of this tiki uh, Hawaiian culture came out of. Uh, not sorry, not that the Hawaiian culture came out of that. A lot of the drinks associated with Polynesian Polynesia and this tiki experience were popular. Were kind of were kind of uh, highlighted by uh, Trader Vic's, and therefore a lot of people look to the recipes that he created as quintessential. Tropical drinks. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to say. Once again, like I said before, I know I'm going to say things that are upsetting, but let's go to the Mai Tai. So first of all, <laughs> it is upsetting. This guy lives in the Bay Area and he's like, ah, yeah. here you go. Quintessential Hawaiian drink. Yeah. What business do you, Vic, have doing this? Anyway, you've upset a lot of us. Well, he's dead fine. now. He's so dead like, now? you know what? Whatever. Okay. But right. I, have you ever been to a Trader Vic's? No, I've been to a Trader Joe's, okay. which is a very different <laughs> experience. I've never been to a Trader Vic's. They're all over the Middle East, I noticed. I went on their website to what? look and I was like, there's a couple here and there in the States and then it's like Oman, Bahrain, uh, Saudi Arabia, like like just Pronounced crazy. Bahrain, but anyway, not important. Listen, let's, take, let's take another place I, down while listen, we're talking. Thank you. That's why you're here to correct nothing. <laughs> I went to Cocktail Emporium this morning when they opened at 11 o'clock yeah. to ensure that I had the right glass for you. Come on. Yeah. This, this company here has – has everything you could want when it comes to cocktail related. Is that better or worse? You're taking a picture. I want to get this red stuff out of here. This is great. This is a Mai Tai Yeah, so if you need anything for cocktails from glasses to mixes, uh, like 
there's an ingredient that I needed that I couldn't find anywhere. They had it. Straws, shakers. Uh, you can find it at this wonderful place called Cocktail Emporium. There's two in Toronto, one Queen West, one in Kensington. I'm going to reach out to them, see if they want to sponsor our show because I just love this place. I could have spent four hours oh, just I going bet. through stuff. That's me in a restaurant supply shop. Yeah. I'm done. Beat it. Family, go home. You're yeah. not gonna Papa's not coming out of here for a while. Yeah. That's what this place is. It's a bar supply store for the public. Right. So whereas, you know, bars would go to these stores that the public wouldn't have access to. This place well appointed everything you could want. And I needed this ingredient here. Orja. Uh uh-huh. although it doesn't look like that's I how I believe it's uh pronounced. It's spelled O R G E A T. So how would you how would you say? I mean, I wish I could be here to uh, to correct you. That Mm -hmm. is what I live for. Mm -hmm. But uh, Orgia, if it was French, Orgiat, Orgia, Orgia. It is a sweet syrup made from almonds. It's a French sweetener, so maybe Orgia. Uh, Sugar, rose water. That's what this is. Okay. Uh, So we're going to use that in our drink. Thai has rose water flavor. It's it's a. Subtle uh, rose water in the orgia. Okay. It's more the almond. The almond is more important. All right. So we're going to take some. Oh, mother. I love it. I love it. Please don't edit that out. No, no. Uh, you know why I love it? You know, because normally you wait till there's some ice shaking to, to drop things. But here, you, you didn't even wait for the ice. You dropped something immediately. Look, to be fair, we're not in a bar, all right? We're yeah. in a studio. Uh, it's not the easiest thing to uh, maneuver. So, uh, all right, I'm putting some crushed ice. And there's a piece on the floor yeah, for you. No, of course. Uh, in my shaker. Now I'm going to use um, – I'm going to put in – Jesus, what am I going to do here? One, So I'm going to do an ounce of white rum. I'm using uh, Havana Club. And again, all these are – you said it before, but I'm just going to, yeah, please. to test you. You said this is the quintessential Mai Tai, yeah, right? This so is you're the... not taking any liberties and going, they say amber, but I'm using whites. None of that. No. This is the thing. This is the, this is the one. I am missing one ingredient, though, Son and I'll get into that in a moment. All right? So uh, dark rum. I'm using this cool rum from Nova Scotia. Yeah, and uh, buddy, uh, I I bought that very rum from the airport in Nova Scotia. Yeah, it is Ironworks Blue Nose Rum. I couldn't believe you my, had that. Yeah, my sister in law got it for us. From she lives in Halifax, so shout out to Becca. Yeah, and she uh, bought it at the airport. It was a thought. It wasn't the most thoughtful gift, but still a great rum. No, no, my sister in law <laughs> would have bought it at the proper proper store. She wouldn't do yeah? it. She's not a last minute kind of gal. Okay. I, I, that's not her. That's me. So an ounce of this beautiful rum from Nova Scotia. Thank you very much, Nova Scotia. <laughs> And then I'm going to use um, triple sec. Now, what you're supposed to use is orange curacao. And this caused me quite a bit of consternation because the LCBO only carries two orange curacaos and they're 40 and $50 for the bottle. Now, I don't have much occasion to use orange curacao. And I couldn't get it because it's not available at the stores. You have to have it delivered to your home or to your uh, bar or restaurant. So I believe that they're they're supplying it only to people who have bars. And so I looked at different recipes and they said, you can use triple sec. And then at uh, Cocktail Emporium, I said to the woman, I can't find orange curacao. She goes, I know it's really difficult to find. We don't carry it because it has alcohol in it and you got to sell it at the LCBO. I said, I'm going to use triple sec. She goes, triple sec, Cointreau. It's it's a fine okay. substitute. So she she helped confirm that I'm not doing something horrible here. The only curacao I've ever seen is blue curacao. Yes. Would that have been a substitute? Or well, a... it's the Mai Tai is a beautiful looking drink. Ah, it's right? The color is part yeah. of the integrity of this drink. Yeah, and there is a cocktail uh, that that uses blue curacao called the Blue Hawaii. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking of making that, but this is the cocktail that I saw all over Hawaii when I was there. So I'm like, I'm going to make the cocktail that I saw. So okay, I've just used a. You've gone uh, white rum, you've gone dark rum, you've gone triple sec and ha- half half ounce of the triple sec or orange curacao if you happen to find it. And now the orgia, I'm gonna use a quarter ounce of this. All okay. right. Uh once again I got this at Cocktail Emporium because they carried it, but it's not something you're gonna be able to find everywhere. So there online you can find ways to make orgia if you don't have wow. it. Okay. Right. Yeah, so this drink here is a little bit uh it's not a complicated drink to make. It's just a complicated drink to find all the ingredients right. for it. All right. So now fresh lime and you're gonna be you're gonna I hope you're impressed with this. What is it? What is it? What is he gonna do? I got drop a cutting on? board. You got a beautiful cutting board that looks Hawaiian in shape. It's a surfboard. And it says a lot I bought this in oh, Hawaii and I thought on. of this you. This is great. Um when this I bought is... it I'm going because I'm like, I got to cut the fresh limes because, uh, you know, my co-host is a snob when it comes to that. One ounce of lime juice. So let me cut this uh, cut this bad boy That's up. the right lime to choose, by the way. I don't know who chose those limes for you, but yep. I'm going to take issue with that person. Why? While you cut lime, let me just explain to the listeners, okay. when you're buying lime, perfect, it should always be completely flat, thin skin. That's the one Marco's using, but he has three other limes laying in the background that are all lumpy, and that's going to yield very little lime juice. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Buddy, that's why I'm here. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so I'm going to assume that's announced because I just can't... Uh... Yeah, it's hard to put the... It's hard to not mess up your laptop. And... Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Because I got lime juice everywhere. All right, all right. I'm going to shake this. You want to shake it till it's cold, really, really, really cold, all right? And then the beautiful thing about this, Ali, is that... Okay. <laughs> You don't have to strain it. In fact, the crushed ice, hang on. I'm going to put a piece of lime. I'm going to put more crushed ice in there. Sure. Uh, I'm knock that down. Sorry, it's, it's like the most complicated uh, presentation. Yeah. No. You know, I... Uh, there you go, my You friend. are getting better. So oh, I, oh, it's like a slushy almost. Yeah, I bought this tiki, tiki uh, mug for you, Ali. They say you can put pineapple uh, skewer, maraschino cherry on the drink on the side. But because it has no pineapple, I think that's false. I'm going to give you a little. Listen, we're already uh, giving ourselves diabetes here. We don't need right. to also. Every single thing has sugar except the lime in it. Um, and then that's the garnish. Okay. Yeah. Now, some people will tell you to float the dark rum on top so that you have a layer of uh, yellowish and then a little bit of dark on top. That You could do that too. I just wanted it to be very cold. It is super cold and it is super delicious. Is it good? It's really good. Is it good? I'm not going to make myself one because it takes too long. So I'll have a sip of yours <laughs> after. Uh, but as that... many sips as you like. I'm supposed to go swimming later and that thing with a bunch of alcohol is going to get in the way. Oh, you're going well, swimming? I'm going to go swimming today. Oh, just for health or for fun? Uh, just to stay on the Hawaiian theme. Oh, you know, nice. I felt like, yeah. Yeah, but for yeah. health. For I health. was on the big island, the island of Hawaii, in case people are like, where was he? He's talking yes. about Hawaii, but we don't know where he yeah, is. Yeah, everybody always likes to... I've never met somebody say to somebody else who's gone to Hawaii, go, I went to Hawaii, and it it didn't result in somebody going, which island? It's always. Mm -hmm. People always need to know which island because apparently that is a determinant of how good a time you Mm -hmm. had or what you could do, right? Not all all islands are made the same. No, they're not. They're not. Do you you truly like that? I can taste the dark dark rum I truly like it. I thought it would be sweeter. Okay. So I went in with it. You know what I mean? The, the yeah. super sweet drinks. I was like, ah. and also, as you said, I've had Mai Tais yes. that are so, with the grenadine, with the maraschino Pineapple cherries, juice, yeah. too much. I too looked at much. one recipe online and they said, take maraschino cherry juice oh, and pour wow. it in there. I'm like, what are you doing here, folks? That's not a Mai Tai. That's the way a Mai Tai is 
supposed to be. And you can tell it's a strong drink. It is. It's not one of these uh, frou-frou uh, drinks. This is a this is a serious cocktail to drink by the pool, uh, you know, in the sun and just and just enjoy. That's great. So do I gotta, you... I gotta stop going to all inclusives. Where it's just garbage drinks, never get a buzz. Look, never... they are what they are. But if you go to an all-inclusive and you want this drink, you tell them, I want one ounce of dark rum, one ounce of white rum, half an ounce of triple sec, Contra or Grand Marnier, whichever one of those orange yeah. uh, drinks are there. And then an ounce of lime juice. Shake that bad boy up. Yeah. If they have orgia, they probably won't. They, they might have some almond something or other. If they don't, you're just going to omit that and then say put it in a glass with some lime. Yeah. Boom. And if then if you're like, you know what? I want a bit of sweetness to it. Then you ask for an ounce or a half ounce of pineapple juice and you put that on top and you'll get that pineapple f- flavor sure. if you want. But it doesn't have to be super crazy sweet. Well, I like this because I can make this at home. I have dark rum and light rum at home. Yes. I always have limes at home. Yes. God forbid I don't have limes yep. at home. And we have some triple sec because of the um, what some Mexican drink we were making uh, or a Latin drink yeah. we were making with triple sec. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, yeah. We the have only it. thing you, you're going to need gonna, is the orgia. Yeah. And you know what? I probably because the dark this dark rum is very strong. I probably should have added a bit more, yeah. and it would have the flavor would have come out a bit a bit stronger. Ironworks, Iron macho strong rum. They do whiskeys as well. They're, oh, do they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, big big fan. Lunenburg, Nova Scotia. Yeah, um, yeah. Shout out to Lunenburg. Yeah. Oh. Now I want to quickly talk about a couple of the awesome places I ate. Yes, in Hawaii. Are you cool with that? Before we go into your segment, all right, man. all right. So. I was in the island of Hawaii, so we started off in Kona. And uh, when you when I say Kona, what do you think of the big Kahuna? No, nope. what am I supposed Kona to? Kona coffee. Kona coffee, of course. Kona coffee, course. which yes, is yeah. a beautiful, beautiful coffee from the Kona region, and it's generally it generally produces a soft, mellow cup with moderate acidity. Um, it has like a chocolate kind of character to it. Subtle sweetness. Uh, sorry, it's kind of subtle but balanced sweetness, and I really enjoyed Kona, and you could get it all over. That was the only coffee that you could get everywhere. Like they okay. didn't serve – Starbucks won't serve anything but Kona coffee in their Hawaiian uh, stores, which was Even lovely. Starbucks. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, because it's like the coffee's if only you want to open here – yeah, Starbucks. You're going to do you're it gonna, this way, yeah. or you you'll be disrespecting. Because yeah. that's where the Hawaiian coffee comes from. I was there. Okay. How disrespectful would would it be to be in? The island of Hawaii and getting a Tim Hortons and coffee. getting and getting a coffee that was not yeah that was that was not now that said we're driving around we're driving around and all of a sudden I see the town of I hope I pronounce this right Kau K A apostrophe U line on the U okay? well, it would have been nice maybe you were there for a while you could have been you could ask somebody how it's pronounced what you do know. you think of that idea no <laughs> you're just, such just, a bastard <laughs> I'm throwing it out there as a suggestion for your next trip whatever you do it the way you want to do it look I'm pretty good at languages I found the Hawaiian language not the easiest language to, yeah. to, to pronounce I love it love the sound of it everything but I couldn't pronounce it now Kau or Kau has its own coffee and Ooh, how's do I feel about that? All I know is this. I saw the I saw the coffee plantation. I said to my wife, oh, my God, we're in Cow. We got to stop there. I just read that this coffee is even better than Kona oh. coffee. Now, this coffee here yeah. is delicate and rich, nuanced. It has more sweetness than many of the Hawaiian coffees, including the Kona, uh, the Kona coffee, which I like. It has characters that are kind of uh, closely related to Central American coffee. So it's a syrupy, kind of mouthful, uh, complex a- as- acidity. Uh-huh. It has malt, brown sugar, vanilla, floral notes. Loved it. 
uh, grown in rich volcanic soil yeah. where rain nourish coffee trees. There's a nourishes. There's an ES missing. Okay. Anyway, I'm not here to correct that. No, no, fair enough. Uh, almost every afternoon following a morning of Hawaiian sunshine. I like that description. I mean, I went to a bag of turd. I'd be like, that, I'll drink it. That plantation I went to, I went into, you know how they have the little area for the public to go and try the coffee and whatnot? They couldn't have been nicer. They were super nice. They were super lovely. Amanda had come in and I had gone in there. It's the Koa Coffee Mill uh, is where I, where I was. And... Uh, Amanda comes in and all these women are like talking to me. I go, there's my wife. And they all like shout her name out because we had been talking. She's yeah. like, what did I walk into yeah, here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was not what we what we faced when we went to the macadamia visitor center okay. uh, for the um, – They're more sick of people at well, this stage of the game? It was the one that Hershey owns. I won't mention the name, but – Basically, there's a woman there handing out macadamia. Do your research, nuts. people. You can find out. Exactly. You can find out. I'm going to try not to badmouth places. That's <laughs> okay, right, because right. otherwise the show is just going to be me badmouthing places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but man, we start down that slope. It's, it's... We get a pile of badmouthing <laughs> by the end. Okay, good for you. So she's just handing me she's handing me the macadamia nuts, and they're all covered in chocolate. I'm like, I want to try this one. And she gives me one. I want to try this. By the time I asked for the fourth one, she looked at me like, enough. And I'm like, look. Don't have a visitor center where we get to try stuff and you're going to make a face when I ask for my third or fourth because I want to try some. Sure enough, we spent 60 bucks there. So, lady, I'm trying it because I want to know what's going on. Stop with the face. That's all I'm going to say. Stop with the face. Unnamed lady <laughs> at unnamed center owned by Hershey. Stop with the face. Stop I with say. the face. So You're working for Hershey. What do you care if I eat 25 Twenty-five, thirty macadamia nuts. What's it to you? Enough. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. All right. Now let me get to just a couple of places. All right. So we're in Kona. We pick up our rental car, and on the way from our hotel to pick up the rental car, we see Costco. Bleh. I love Costco. Yeah, I don't love Costco in Hawaii though. Of course, I love Costco. Well, what do you got a problem with Costco in Hawaii? You don't have a problem with it here, but you got a problem. Well, that I gotta, I gotta eat stuff that is available everywhere else. But now I'm in Hawaii. I can buy. I don't know. I don't know. What do, I, what do I want from Costco in Hawaii? You're, Why wouldn't I go to a nice little restaurant, have a Mai Tai, have a poke, have something delicious? Why, why do I got to go to Costco? Here's why you got to okay, go to Costco in Hawaii, right? So my wife says to me, do you want to go to Costco? I'm like, no. She's like, it's six minutes away. Let's go. She started goes, with a no. I was like, uh, it's, we got to backtrack. She's like, it's six minutes away. Let's go. Here's, what I, here's why I love to go to Costco in different, different places. Because they carry stuff that they don't necessarily carry in your local place. And I find that fascinating. So, for example, you can buy surfboards at the Costco in Hawaii. And I thought that was amazing. And great prices, too. I was like, oh, my God. Okay, apart from that, yeah. we go, we walk around. And I like to walk around because Canadian Costcos don't have liquor, don't have wines in it, which is a shame. U.S. Costcos do. So I was really enjoying that. And then we saw the fresh poke section. Come on. You yes. Saw the fresh poke yes. section. Okay. Okay. So we buy tuna poke there at Costco for 12 bucks. My friend, we could not finish it. We sat, me and Amanda, with one bowl, like one of the bowls, we ate and ate. And then at a certain point, I'm like, I can't eat. And my wife's from the Maritime, so she can, when it comes to fish, I've never seen her stop. Yeah. She ate and ate. She's like, I can't, I can't anymore. We still had at least nine ounces of, nine ounces of poke left. So she's like, I'm taking it with me. I'm like, you can't, like, we can't, like. You, you got to eat this relatively quickly. She goes, I will. We'll put it by the AC in the car and I'll eat it. She had a second stab at it about, you know, 20 minutes later. She couldn't finish it, Ali. Okay. That, that story is a, a multi-layered story. Yeah. Number one, that's hilarious. That's amazing. That's yeah. great. Number two is, does it need to be that big, Costco? Why don't you stop 
overfit. Now people are wasting uh, seafood. Now people are wasting food. Period. No, no, I call, now it's, I call bullshit on that because you know what, what are you saying? Right because now? what if you bought that? It could feed your family. But then you say on it how much you know. Yeah, you know what? You're the you're the monster. Yeah. Why did I'm, you buy it? That's what it is. Costco, you're all right. It's Marco Timpano no. that's a piece. of I garden. thought we could finish it. Did I you? thought, Visually, yeah, I thought. Yeah. Like I was like, well, we'll tear into this, this right? No, yeah. no. And I will say this: they also have grass-fed beef from Hawaii in their little uh, cafeteria section, where you can get a double burger for four ninety-nine with their grass-fed beef. It was fantastic. Okay, okay. Maybe I'm we in. shouldn't have got that. We split the poke and we split the hamburger, <laughs> and maybe it was a bit much. <laughs> the but, plot thickens. Okay, but it now was I it was fantastic. Now, Without the burger, would you have been able to finish the tuna? Not by myself. No, but you, the two of you would have been able to finish that tuna had there not been half a burger each inside you. Maybe. Still a maybe. Still a maybe. Wow. Can't say for sure. It was it was uh, plentiful, robust, yeah. and it was wonderful. This is uh, like my seaweed salad situation. Family of six yeah. could not finish the seaweed salad. That's because it was gross. Uh, but well. that's another story. Yeah. All right. So I've taken you to Kona. I've taken you to Cal. I'm going to take you to Hilo. Hilo's Finally. On the, take Hilo, me to Hilo. Hilo's the other side of the island, all right? I loved Hilo. The food in Hilo was fantastic. Okay. I'm going to stay on the poke train. We went to this place called the Poke Market, which is uh, – let me see if I can say this. 41 Wayanuanua Avenue. It's right downtown Hilo. It's, it's, tough. it's I tough. only say because it's about the size of our studio, okay? This place is small. Best poke of my life. Best poke of my life. Chef uh, Ernie Gray and his wife Mariah Williams have like the if you're going to have poke, this is where you have to have it, and then someone can stab you and you can die and everything's fine because you've okay. had this poke. Uh, another guy served me there. Can't remember his name. I called him Jersey because he was from New Jersey. Hmm. It was something like Anthony or something. I know he's going to hate me, but whatever. He's probably one of your people. Just Anthony walk in there and from say, Jersey's uh, playing an Italian guy. You're disrespecting. Well, one I said of your to Amanda, own. was it Anthony? She goes, I don't think it was Anthony. You think it's Anthony because you're saying Jersey, but it wasn't Anthony. Okay. Just go in there and say, Hey, Ernie, Jersey, I'm here. Eat and drink sent us, <laughs> and order yourself some. But this is what you got to know. It by twelve o'clock noon. Forget about it. You're not getting in. There, no, there's. There's no more to be had. We got there like uh, a quarter two, and we got the last bit. I got the spicy tuna. A woman walked in a second later. She goes, you have any spicy tuna? And I'm just eating it with a big smile on my face. And yeah. they're like, sorry, we only have this left. They had a little bit of the uh, soy, the Asian-inspired uh, tuna or salmon uh, poke left. Yeah. And it was like this or nothing. And she's like, all right, let's do this. And we and by, by noon, it was gone. So get there early. Best tuna, uh, Best poke of your life. Poke Market in Hilo. Thank you, Chef Ernie. Shout out to him. Now, you're in Hilo. You and your wife are like, where do we go for a nice God nice willing, dinner? this will exactly happen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's one place you have to go to. Do not pass go. Do not walk on lava. You go to Moon and Turtle in Hilo. Uh, I'm going to try to say the, the address. I'm only doing it because I want I want you to hear how bad my Hawaiian is. 55 Kalakuaia Street in Hilo. Forgive me. Chef Mark uh, Pomaski and uh, Sony Pomaski. She's front of house. Couldn't, couldn't have been more wonderful. 
the food was fantastic, was fresh, was local. We didn't even have their signature tuna dish because we had been eating poke all day. That they're like, you've got to try our tuna dish. And like we saw on Yelp, we saw on everybody's like, their tuna app, their tuna app, it's the best, yeah, it's yeah. the best, it's you the best. And we're like, do it. we can't. So what did you do there? So we ate everything else. Oh. We had their cocktails. I had a Mai Tai there. It was fantastic. Uh, we ate like champs and it was great. It so was, I'm looking up this place, Moon and Turtle. Moon and Turtle. He which is, what a Hawaiian name. Like if somebody said it's it's called the Moon and Turtle, where where is it? Mm-hmm. Which state is it located in? Yeah. I would have said, you know. Today's menu, they update the menu every day. Yeah. Right? So April 6th, they're yeah. right here. They have a crispy fish, local whole fried fish. They have smoky sashimi, local striped marlin, uh, with the Hawaiian chili pepper water, soy, kibawe smoked. I don't know what kibawe is. Yeah, but there's only tar- one way to find out. Local ahi tartar, lemongrass chili ahi belly. That is for sure what I would order. Yeah. Kalo cakes? What's kalo? Kalo is, um, is um, yeah, I don't remember. Kalo, I think, is a root. A root. Uh, no, that's taro. I don't know. We got to look that up. Okay. You just go to a place and you take and you take and you take. Yeah. How yeah. You don't give anything back. <laughs> Uh, mushroom risotto, jambalaya fried rice uh, with these, you know, uh, local prawns and uh, and then lamb pappardelle. Oh, this would be difficult. I'd have to go back there. Yeah, um, it was once. it was so great. Yeah. and we wanted to go back, but I think they were closed the next day, and then we were we were on okay. to volcano. So that was that was Hawaii. My Hawaiian experience, culinary and cocktail uh, speaking. Uh, that we had there. So it was out of this world. Out of this world. I'm going to make some food now. Okay. You'll never, you'll never guess what it is. Uh, is it Hawaii in theme? It's poke, but I'll tell you something. It okay. is not Hawaiian poke because I can't compete with that. No. You came from there. You no. ate Hawaiian poke. Mm. I would thought I would I, I would make a poke just so we can talk about sure. it. And, and go into some detail about what it is. But I didn't make it Hawaiian. I made it a little bit more Asian inspired. Okay. And uh, if you don't like it, you can stuff it. Well, I, to be honest, there's yes. a lot of Asian influence in Hawaii of as well. Of course there is, yeah. Uh, particularly in Honolulu. Uh, but uh, I saw, I definitely saw Asian inspired poke when I was there. So I'm, I'm really excited to try your wares. I think you'll like it. All right. Let's, All right. Uh, let's get this started. All right. Okay. I've had this bowl of poke in front of me. For the last ten minutes while yeah, you're writing, while I and, prepped, so and I was like, have to be prepped." And I'm like, "I'm not going to eat it till I'm on air." And now, 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 I'm just like overwhelmed. Get in gonna, there, okay? Get great. in there and see what happens. Now, as I said, I wanted to make it a little bit. So, first of all, poke. What is poke? A lot of people pronounce it poke. Poke. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It can be both. It's like flexible. It's not. You know, don't uh, don't. Get, we all know that guy. Great. We all know that guy who goes. Uh, I went for uh, pho yesterday, and somebody goes. It, actually, it's pronounced. You, it, you don't have. That's just you. Relax. That's that is you. Me. That is. I, but I don't stop. You go. Actually, it's pronounced. Yeah, you have. No, I'm, I'm making fun of your things here and there, but I don't care. That That's doesn't matter. You. I would never. I would never go. Actually, it's pronounced. Okay. Okay. Everyone. Pho. Pho. Show. Like they're making the restaurants rhyme. Pho. Real. So it's like everyone knows that. That's. In common parlance, that's how it is. If we're ever in Vietnam, I'll be like, Marco, don't embarrass me, you know? Okay. Poke works just fine. That is exactly what you uh, want to be saying. And if you're, uh, you know, look, if you're save- serving me a bowl of this, I don't care what you pronounce it as. And in fact, you may have had similar things. Carpaccio is similar to this, right? If you yep. have a tuna, a tuna carpaccio, uh, ceviche is sim- similar to this. Ceviche will cook a little bit more in the um, acidic medium, whatever you use, orange juice or lemon juice or citrus. 
Um, tartare. It's a lot like a tartare okay, as well. Yeah. So the key is that it's raw fish, deboned, uh, skinned, right? These, mm-hmm. these are the key here. And it is one of the main dishes of, uh, of native Hawaiian cuisine, as you very well know from yes. your uh, trip there. The word poke means to uh, slice or to cut in pieces. Oh. So that's where it comes okay. from. Yeah. Very, very simple. So basically, you know, the most simple is tuna. Right. Cut in pieces with salt, uh, soy sauce, sesame oil, some chili pepper. And then um, usually in the Hawaiian style, they will have some kind of like a seaweed or an algae or, or nori, the flake, mm. something like that. Here in North America, we don't always have that. Sometimes we'll just have like uh, sesame seeds sure. or something like that. Just something for a little bit of a crunch. The way I make it, here's what I did. I grated some ginger in there. Yes. That for me is more of an Asian touch to things, you know. Um, I have some uh, green onions, so yes. shallots Classic. in there. Yep. Classic. I put some avocado. And otherwise, uh, I also have some lime juice, which is more mm. on the ceviche side. But um, I don't know. I really like the mixture of soy, sesame, and lime and some sort of chili. So I actually put fresh jalapenos in there. Oh, wow. I mean, okay, so there you jalapeno. go. So yeah. let me just say the Hawaiian word that best describes how I feel about this poke yeah. you made me is mahalo. Which means thank you. I like that word. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll defer to Chef Ernie from Poke Market to let us know if this is a proper proper poke. But I will say this. You did a fantastic job here with this poke. And here's why. Like the poke I found in Hawaii, my friend, unlike a lot of the poke that you find here at poke stores where they put, you know, just a bunch of shit on your poke. Where it's like, do you want some... Uh, uh, yam chips? Do you want right, some right, right, um, right. grated carrot? Do you yeah, want yeah, some yeah. cabbage? Do you want some uh, hard-boiled egg? Do you want all this on your poke? And I think it's a tactic where they can use less protein, so less of the tuna, less of the sure. salmon, whatever the fish they're using, and fill it, bulk it up with this other stuff. They're charging you a nice a nice price. Like the poke is not cheap here, and they're filling it with all this other stuff. What you did here does not offend my sensibilities because it is not about – all the other bullshit, it's about the fish. It's about the poke that we're having, right? You've got you've got and this is how I remember it in Hawaii. Whereas like they're not gonna lambaste it with a bunch of other stuff. They're gonna the the feature is the protein, is the fish, and then they're gonna use other condiments to just highlight it. And you do that here. And if anybody listens to this show regularly, you know how hard it is. To not offend Marco's sensibility. So this is a great day for me. But yeah, look, this is this is always my way of thinking. Mm. What is this dish at, really about at its at its core? Yep. And what ingredients can we use to highlight that ingredient? So that's the way I approach it. Mm. Rather than put something that distracts, yep. you know, what's the point in the end? Why do we do all this work? Why did I why did I pay all this money yeah. for such good quality fish only to disguise its yeah. flavor with a hundred different things, right? So that's yep. yeah, that's the way I, th- I, I think it's I could have even used a little bit more soy and okay. I don't like soy. How do you like that? Yeah, because I think you blended the flavors so well together that I'm like, oh, that little bit of salt, that little bit of umami like really is yeah. working for me in this dish. So, yeah, either that or it's I just want more. Yeah. Like my palate is like bring more, bring more, bring more. I right? think that could be it as well. So great job on the poke here. So good. It. I now, when you say um, – for people who aren't familiar with poke and they're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to try this recipe. How big of a chunk would you say this is that you're cutting the fish into? Well, this was like three portions. Okay. Uh, so I got um, 
let's say it was a big fillet of salmon. Okay. I got about a quarter of a salmon. I cut it into chunks, and that quarter of a large fillet of salmon. 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 Sa- I don't know. Why do I say salmon? I don't know. Nice moment for you, though. Yeah. Nice moment for you. You, you do that to me it. all the time. You Relish that moment every day because it always sounds Fair. like you're saying Salman Rushdie to me when you're yeah, saying exactly. salmon. It's like what is he? What is he, is he quoting a book? Why do I he... do that? That might be my Pakistani mother's influence. Don't blame your mother. Are you blaming Mom, your mother? How could you do this to me, Ma? You're, you're blaming your mother for your rancid pronunciation of salmon. Rancid is hilarious. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Oh, that's oh, so rancid. sweet. Um, I would say it's about the size of a thumbnail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then, yeah. Uh, so I take about. It's just about yeah. a quarter of a uh, of a large fillet of, sa- of salmon. Got to be fresh, right? Any got to be fresh. Sashimi grade is critical because mm-hmm. you're eating it raw. This is not ceviche where it effectively cooks. This is raw. This go was to made a, in less than ten minutes. Go to a trusted fishmonger. Yeah. You can't just go to your local grocery store and expect the guy who gets you know no, no, six no. bucks an hour to to right to tell you what the yeah, fish yeah, is. Yeah. You got to go to a reputable place where you like some to millennial who's eaten an edible an hour before you talk to him <laughs> is. Not going to guide you in the right direction on this fish. Absolutely has to be reputable. And uh, yeah, these guys stand by their name. They need return business and that kind of stuff. They're going to tell you what they want. So uh, good quality fish is critical. Tuna or salmon are the most uh, you know most common. Sure. But uh, octopus. Uh, oh I yeah. Saw. Did you have any in the no, here in Hawaii? Yeah, I love octopus. Okay, I would. Definitely I had shrimp. Have that. I had shrimp uh, poke. No kidding. And I don't know if it's a proper poke. But we had shrimp poke or what they were called. In Hawaii. In Hawaii. And I don't love shrimp. My wife likes shrimp. Shrimp to me is like the lungs of the sea. Sure. And so any of the The garbage. lungs of the sea. Yeah, they just like, they inhale any of the stuff that's in there. Yeah, yeah. They're like the kidneys. uh, Is it kidneys or liver? No, they're the liver of the sea. Okay. If I I can further draw Mm. your dirty analogy, right? My problem with shrimp is unless I know where they're from, I don't feel comfortable eating them. Okay. So if they're from Gaspé, fantastic. If they're from other parts of the world where the water is clean and they're not next to a sewage system, I'm cool with it. But I've heard stories about um, shrimp from certain areas of the world, which is not the cleanest water. The one in Hawaii, I think there were Hawaiian or Pacific shrimp, and we went went crazy for them. And it was great. It was a great poke. It was great, my friend. And I'm not a fan of shrimp. I'll tell tell it like it is. They were fantastic. How amazing. Where do you stand on shrimp? Um, I don't go for shrimp usually. Oh, okay. Same reason as you. Same reason as you. I went for shrimp when 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 shrimp was a delicacy yeah. for me because I could not afford mm-hmm. you know seafood very often. Now that I can afford to have a nice meal, it's the last choice on me. Right, it's right. the last choice. Now, if I have something like let's say a bouillabaisse, a seafood uh, mm-hmm. a seafood soup. And there's shrimp in it. I have no problem with okay. it. But I'm rarely ordering shrimp yeah. anymore. I don't care. You can you can make it a la vodka, a la yeah. Diablo. You can do whatever you want. I'm just like, at the end of the day, it's just like a little runt of the sea, yeah. you know? When I was in Mumbai, I ordered shrimp, and it was the size of my hand. And I'm not telling a lie. I, ne- I ordered it because yeah. of the size of the shrimp. I had never seen that. It looked like looked more lobster than shrimp. And yeah. I was like, I've got to have that. And I'm like, where did you catch it? They're like, just in the ocean over there. And I'm like, okay, let's go nuts. Boom. Did they call it prawn? No, they call... Um, they I always call it prawn. Maybe they called it prawn. Yeah. But it was... It was it was enormous. Maybe it was a prawn. And it was delicious? It was great. It was great. I didn't have a bad meal in India. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry for anybody who thinks otherwise. <laughs> you know what you can do. Go fuck yourself. Deli belly? You didn't have the deli no, belly? No, man. Yeah. No. Because I don't eat like a degenerate. All right? That's oh, all I'm wow. going to say. Got defensive yeah. on that one. I don't know who's been talking to you. <laughs> who's been saying dirty things about India to you? But anyway, uh, the 
the popularity of poke. Just the last thing. No, no, please, please. Uh, enormous. Uh, they were, you know, between 2014 and 2016. I didn't. I wasn't able to see the most latest numbers, but sure. they doubled in terms of how many fast casual poke restaurants there are in North America. Oh, so I mean, it's like, like just blowing up. Uh, Ten years ago, I never saw one. Yeah. In the city. Now you can't go like four blocks without hitting a poke right, restaurant. Right. And Not always the best poke. This is the thing. Yeah. So all of that to say, yeah. it's out there. It's popular, which is great. Yeah. But when you eat out, you know, if you're somebody who has particular regard for what you're putting in your mouth, know that you're getting farmed salmon and farmed tuna. Right. And if you want high-end poke. Wait, they don't farm tuna. They farm tuna? I don't know if they farm no, tuna. No, no, you can't farm you tuna. You can't farm tuna? No, no. There's no way to farm tuna? No. Farmed salmon. So I should be eating the tuna then. Listen, the not tuna? that I'm aware of. I don't think you can farm tuna. Tuna needs a lot of water to swim in. Right, right, right. Well, it's great. So why is some tuna like canned and other tuna is uh, is like the ahi, you know, the, the, the right, sushi right. grade. You can get very, very beautiful, this pink tuna. And other yeah. times you get like this... Well, okay. So I'm not a tuna expert. Tuna. I think What's it depends the... on, on the type of tuna we're, we're catching. Yeah. I think it depends on how fresh the tuna is and the size of the tuna. Right. So I'm going to say that the ones that you get in a can are more runt bastard tunas. Right. Skip, skip jack. Skip, skip jack and whatnot. Right. And the tuna it's that you're ahi getting. Ahi yeah. is the beautiful, yeah. the yeah. beautiful big kahunas, if you will. I don't know. I'm yeah. using kahuna out of, out of place. Um, but you can, you can go and, and, and spend some money. And have an extremely rewarding meal. If you're mm. having people over, like as an appetizer, just a few oh, morsels this is of great. this, this is amazing. This is a beautiful way to start. I think this is a beautiful way to start any meal. Sure. It's just a little bit of this poke, ceviche, any of that. Uh, with a Mai Tai. With a Mai Tai? Dude. You don't like that? Get out of my house. Yeah, get out of my house. No, nothing's left. Never, yeah. never come back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> awesome. All right. This was awesome. And with every great ying, there's a horrible yang. Life so, must have balance, my friend. That's the way so I'm going to put on my blindfold. You know what that means. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. Willie guessing, Willie messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? Dude, I ate that poke like it was my job. The problem is, oh, you know what? I'm going to drink a bit of water. Okay, and I'm just about ready. All right, I'm ready. Okay, uh, good news for you, buddy, this okay. time. Good news. Okay. It's something you can put in your hand. Oh, my God. Like, this Hawaii episode is, like, now my favorite okay. now, episode. Now, hold on, hold on. Okay. We're not going to put the first one in your hand. Oh, Jesus. The oh. reason being that okay. let's see if you can get it on without the, the help, okay. right? Let it be known that I got the other one with just the feel of that horrible thing dripping off half my face. That was it was like seaweed. I was having it was like was I was having a, I was having like a sea stroke is what was yeah. happening there. All right, let's let's go. Yeah, move okay. your face forward a little okay. bit, Leah. Uh, it no, so it's far all right. Remote. It's no. all right. It's okay. No fingers touched your lips okay. this time. It's dried. It's a dried sweet thing. It's like dried cherry, dried um it's a dried fruit of some sort, a cherry or a blueberry. Now can I get it in my hand? Yes, you can get it in your hand, buddy. Here we go. It's delicious. Okay. No, it's too big to be that. It's, is it mango? No, you've done mango before. Done mango before. Yeah, you wouldn't do mango again. Would never do that again. It's fibrous. It's sweet like a cherry. But what you're giving me is too big in size to be a cherry. It's not an apricot. It's sweet. It's sweet and tasty. I would say it's orange in color is what it, what it tastes like. Um, no seeds. 
Can I have one more? Yeah, you can. Okay, have this one last one, one, right? Yeah, last one. Enough with this. Enough with this playing around here, huh? It's not cranberries. It's big. It's like it's a, like the size of my pinky finger. I'm smelling it, dude. This is good, but I can't place the flavor. It's um, it's a fruit. It's dried. This is exactly how I thought this might go. It's not papaya. It's not. It's pineapple. It's pineapple. It's dried pineapple. It has to be dried pineapple. That's my answer. Okay, take off your blindfold. Oh, what is it? Oh. Oh, no. That's I mean, terrible. Of course, it, who even knows that dried tangerine existed? Oh. But it's dried tangerine. It's funny because you said orange in color, the size of my pinky. Oh, man. You described it in every way, and then you couldn't because no one knows about oh. dried tangerine. Oh. I was I was setting you up to fail. You you danced right around this one, buddy. Oh, man. Good for you. Good you know, I, you. Went, I went with pineapple because I'm like, he's going to keep it in the Hawaii theme. Right. That's why I was like. Right. But, but it was like, oh, yeah, now that you say it, now that I see it, now that I see now it, because like, it, yeah. it, it's not orange, but it has its own sort of sweetness and a citrusy kind of like uh, lingering taste to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was good. That was a great okay. one. You, you keep me, keep me on. You're keeping me honest there. Uh, where do you get that? I've never seen dried tangerine are, before. Uh, I mean, I get so much dried fruit. We have tons of stuff. Mm. I won't name it because then I might uh, use it again okay. in another episode. You'll be like, yeah, you talked about that last time. Okay, fair enough. Um, but we get tons of it. You know, sometimes you go to like Home Sense or Winners, and even yeah. there in the aisle, you have all these variety of dried fruits and nuts and stuff. You're like, oh, let's give this a try. For those who don't live in Canada and are like, what's yeah. a home sense? What's a what's a winner's? It's just one of those kind of uh, departmenty stores that has a lot of brand names at lesser prices. And you know they'll have housewares, they'll have a mishmash of everything, and usually by the counter they'll have like chocolate covered raisins right. and whatnot. And that's what right you need when you said. We've already blown the budget. We're not buying any more. And then you go stand in line, yeah. and then you spend another seventy bucks in line. Yeah, I, I need fourteen dollar wasabi peas. Who like who doesn't? Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly with the wasabi peas. My friend, this is one of my favorite episodes. Oh, good stuff, Hawaii. I was transported to Hawaii. Your description of your time there was beautiful. You need to go. I know. You need to go now. I'm just going to say this. There was a place that we stayed at that would do this for breakfast in the morning. They'd take a papaya, slice it in half, I scoop out the middle, the picture, throw yeah. some yogurt in it, and then you could put dried fruit if you want. You could put whatever you want on top of that, a little bit of slivered almonds, and away you go. And that was yogurt, wasn't it? I thought it was cottage cheese. No, it was yogurt. It was yogurt, it was yogurt inside yogurt. a papaya. And inside a papaya. And then some nuts and what, huh? And whatever other... You, I mean, to me, I would have never... The number of things I could fill a papaya with, you know, like never would have thought yogurt. And that was breakfast. Here's a spoon. Go nuts. Imagine yeah. you have guests over. And you're yeah. like, what can we have for breakfast? You serve that up. And was it a distinctly better papaya than any yeah. that you've 100%. ever tasted? 100%. It was like, it was like, it was like it was. what we know is papaya. Is a joke. Is a joke. And just, just one final note. We had avocado in Hawaii. Now, we're used to only having one type of avocado here imported. There's together. families of avocado. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There are di- – like I had one that was the size of a volleyball. Like I had <laughs> – and we had it on toast and it was buttery yeah. and soft and it had a different a different avocado flavor. It was beautiful. There's so many avocados out there, my friend. When I go to Hawaii, I'm going to come back a very miserable person. Yeah, That's what I'm yeah you will. You yeah. need to go to Hawaii. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Thank you, Marco. Aloha, everyone. All right. Until we eat again. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up. <laughs>